Welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And they, uh, we give each and every sequel a fair trial. <laughs> they did make this many of these. Um, my name is Justin Camps and I'm here with Elizabeth Helley and Tyler Hymanson and special guest Amanda Kirkham. Yes, she's a blogger and YouTuber and influencer and all those good things. Taste maker. AKA, she's way cooler than us. <laughs> Amanda, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Um, I just want to, you know, give our listeners a little heads up. We're trying out some new technology tonight. Some behind the scenes action <laughs> yeah. you're getting here. We got a brand new Roadcaster Pro to test out. Um, shout out to Roadcaster. Ro- yes, <laughs> shout out to Roadcaster. And we're giving it a try, seeing how it goes. And, uh, you know, so uh, give us some feedback, what you guys think. And hopefully you don't fuck this up. <laughs> Especially in front of our guest. Yes. But Amanda, all of Cuba. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the entirety of Cuba is listening. Uh, speaking of that, Amanda is here to talk with us about Dirty Dancing Havana Nights. Who's excited? Diego Luna is. <laughs> Diego Luna is. Yeah, you're right. I'm excited to see Diego Luna. Luna. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm excited to see exactly what those Havana Nights look like. Why don't we check it out in the trailer? My God, June Cleaver is in Havana. Actually, that's my sister Katie. A bunch of us are going to our country club on Saturday. Would you like to go with me? I really do have a lot of work to do. On Saturday night. Is this square? Is this square good or bad? It's bad. Let me see. It's square. So the country club wasn't all you expected? God, what'd she do, paint it on? Well, we thought we'd expand our horizons a little bit. Do you mind if I dance with you, day? Well, you'll have to ask her. Okay. Hey! Oh, my God. Dirty Dancing <laughs> is in Havana. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So this is one of the sequels that, like, I feel like everyone always makes fun of the title. Yeah. Like, yeah. along with, like, Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. yeah. They're like, Dirty Dancing Havana Nights. Like, why'd they make that movie? <laughs> sure. <laughs> you just added on, like, Transformers Havana Nights. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's where we come in. What year was this? this 2004, I believe. Yeah, or, you're right. Okay. You're correct. 2004. What a great year. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is one that I had seen, actually. We talked about this last week. Yes. Were you working at the theater at the time? Um, I was, yeah, and uh, but I also feel like I went. It was like a date or something. Ooh. Ooh. I don't think I just went by myself. Country, like country club wasn't all you expected it to be. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know what the nights in Havana are like. Hmm, go see this movie. <laughs> you did like as a, like a misinformed double feature with a knight's tale. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that kind I of don't know. night. Oh, oh shoot, I shoot. thought I had seen it, but I don't think I did. <laughs> I think it was just like a false memory. Amanda, had you seen this movie? No, I had not. <gasps> Exciting. But you had seen the original. I had only seen the original like a year ago. Okay. So, wow. But I did rewatch it before I watched this Oh, one. okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's good. Get a little Swayze refresher. Yes. <laughs> if you order that at a bar, you won't be disappointed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, um, in case you weren't aware, this uh, 
film takes place in Havana. (laughs) (laughs) And by that you mean Puerto Rico. Uh, (laughs) That's right. They're the same place, right? Um, Also, we should say this is a prequel. No, I think it is it. It's It's 100% a prequel. No, I know it took place before Uh the movie, but I like, I think it's a, it's a alternate universe. I guess. But it's weird. Okay. Is he Johnny Castle? No, I don't think he is. <laughs> no, on IMDb is listed as like the dance class instructor. Yeah. So, he's not supposed yeah. To be the same. so yeah, Pat, we're alluding to the fact that Patrick Swayze, <gasps> how old he looked in 2004, is in this movie. Yes. We get and to this see- was before like Marvel could de-age you with CG. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. this movie would not have the budget for anyway. No. Yeah. <laughs> we get to we get to finally see what Roadhouse 2 would have been like with Patrick Swayze. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I love that, um, you know, yeah, so it's like this new family at this fancy hotel in Havana, and they have these signs and someone going around about, like, Mambo classes at noon, <laughs> and there's a sign that says, like, special classes with instructor, and then, like, there's always a plant over the person's yeah. face, <laughs> and you're like, I wonder who it could be. <laughs> yeah, the family who is, like... 20% of the season one Mad Men cast. Yes. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> very you weird. You got your John Slattery and your January Jones. Yeah. Uh, Who's playing like a child in this yeah. one yeah, instead yeah. of his contemporary. Yeah. <laughs> and, and John Slattery, who I feel like hadn't figured his voice out yet. <laughs> <laughs> is it just me or did he sound kind of he like sounded, not yeah. himself? <laughs> yeah. I mean, his voice has probably changed in a, as he gets older a little bit. You know, those, all those Mad Men cigarettes will. will <laughs> That's, That's true. Right. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so we get uh, some new main characters, Katie Miller and um, some other guy. Javier. He doesn't have a last name. Does he have a last name? He does. It's uh, Suarez. Oh, Suarez. Great. Um, that's Diego Luna of Rogue One fame these days. Yes. Yes. Looking very cute. Mm-hmm. Very, looking like a baby. He looks yeah. totes adorbs. Yeah. <laughs> he does look very much like a baby. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I was like, oh. But it's cute. Like, they both look. Young, like two young yeah. people that would fall into this sort of I, thing. Yeah. I will say, like the one thing that I like of the setup for this out right out the gate is like if it's something that is, I think, is a lot of sequel fuckery that happens is like new location and then like other thing. But like I do like that they kind of honed in that it was like the class disparity mm-hmm. in in the first one at the camp and everybody else. It's like so Havana is actually an interesting place to take this idea. Mm-hmm. So the setup of this movie and her being you know studying for college and uh, John Slattery, her dad, working for Ford and and them being in like this walled off white people compound mm-hmm. in Havana is at least thematically it makes sense as a parallel move from Dirty Dancing. Like yeah. it, it shows it at least understands some of what made the first movie great. I'm not saying I won't say now how that pays off, <laughs> but at least as this movie is starting, I was like, okay, I can I, I see what's happening here, and I, this is not terrible. I thought that most of it did a really good job, more than many many other sequels that we've mm-hmm. watched, with having like just enough of like references right. and repeating plot points or repeating things. Like I thought it was a really good balance. Yeah. You mean unlike the other one in the Swayzeverse franchise, where Roadhouse Two, where characters would just seem like they were possessed by some demon and just say some <laughs> line from the other movie. And I yeah. watched Roadhouse yesterday. <laughs> Be nice. Anyway, back to the movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this one, just like the first film takes place during the historical summer camp revolution. This one takes place during the Cuban revolution, <laughs> which I thought was actually really interesting. Um, 
they decide yes. to place it in like a really important moment in that country. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and we even get to see that like play out like mm-hmm. throughout the well, movie. Well, apparently and, uh, this is ending. largely or loosely or largely based on someone's life. The mm-hmm. uh, a, the choreographer of this one, and she's seen in the scene dancing with Patrick Swayze when he's dancing to Johnny's Mambo. Um, and uh, she was really like a young American girl in Cuba, like during this really tumultuous time and became a dancer, obviously. So uh, that's like kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, I love that they, you know, decided, you know, they kind of take the the series in a totally different direction. It's not like it's the same similar setup, but like we got like much different music going on in this mm-hmm. one. Different stakes. Different stakes, exactly. Like, you know, this person, um uh shoot, I forgot her name already. Katie. Katie, she she's like already a dancer. Yeah. Uh and it's not like uh we have to teach this horrible person how to dance. She's just gonna learn a different kind of dance. Mm-hmm. And if it, it and I think they might do a little bit more dirty dancing in this movie than the first one. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't well, know. Like what do you I, mean? I would think so. What were was like the Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey like dancing really that dirty? Like when they uh, when we first for, see? The, for the time period that I think the film was set in, yeah, this is in the sixties. But this That's is true. set previous to that, right? I, I felt like this didn't have nearly as much of the dirty dancing that I wanted. Interesting, but I did. But I did like that they both came to each other with different styles, mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. more a story about them merging those. And I liked that her parents had a background in ballroom dancing. Yeah, I thought that was cute. yeah, yeah, and they're. Just uh, clutching their pearls so hard. <laughs> yeah. In a few scenes. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was kind of cool, though. Um, like, because when her mom uh, slaps her in the face, I was like, oh, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, see the words? She slapped her, you know? Like, um, But then, like, she kind of, like, comes around in a cool way, whereas we kind of made fun of the mom in the original Dirty Dancing, just uh-huh. being totally aloof and then being like, yeah, my daughter's getting it, you know? But this mom actually is like... I understand, like, I had this dream, and you came along, and, you know, whatever. Like, it's actually, like, a, I think, a much better relationship with yeah. the mom. Mm-hmm. The mom's a character. She's a yeah. yeah. <laughs> Instead of, like, you'll never putt, honey. <laughs> 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 to the next scene. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it, and to, to that idea, the, the power dynamic of the parents is different because he works for Ford, and in the dad in the first one basically was as unimpeachable as everybody else at the camp. Like he was almost probably one of the more respected people at the camp. And John Slattery in this is, has to do right by his boss who the asshole white kid, uh, antagonist in the movie is his dad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That adds a different layer to it for sure. Um, cause she feels like beholden to him somewhat. Yeah. I definitely thought that was an interesting storyline that she didn't say anything about what happened in the car because, well, his dad is her dad's boss. Yeah. And that was kind of a darker layer than mm-hmm. I was expecting. And I was kind of surprised how quickly the like darkness of it just kind of disappeared. And then he's like in on helping her. She's like, well, I'm going to tell people if you don't help me. Yeah. Then it just went like, it went to like, like let's brush over the consequences of this. And now I'm going to black. Me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it did feel pretty realistic as far as, you know, yeah. we're, mm-hmm. nowadays we're talking about like why people don't come forward with those kind of things. Yeah. And it seemed like a very plausible situation where she's like afraid of messing up her father's, um, job and i did like that yeah the next morning he comes like basically he gets super handsy in the car because like she, she's been dancing with diego luna at the the cuban club and he's like well you let him touch you like why can't i touch you and she like so she storms off and goes with diego luna and this movie is like come on i was drunk and she just like 
no. Well, and even like, but I'm I having none of that bullshit. At yeah. least he does try to apologize he does, he does before apologize. she starts yes. blackmailing him. Yeah. Like it wasn't only that she was blackmailing him. Like mm-hmm. he did try to say sorry. So I mean, but yeah, that he still sucks. Obviously, yeah. Uh, uh, he also he was on General Hospital for like a million years. He was Luke and Laura's. Son. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. If you've heard of Luke like, and Laura, was, was he yeah. a general? <laughs> <laughs> This is the general's yeah. hospital. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like MASH, but it's just a bunch of generals at the hospital, right? Yeah. <laughs> See, and I recognized him from Nashville. Yeah, he did that after. Oh, yeah. nice. Oh, yeah. I thought he looked kind of familiar, but I couldn't place it. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Um, so, yeah, the whole thing is, you know, Javier works at the hotel as a waiter. Um, and, you know, one time uh, Katie misses the bus and has to walk through the streets of Havana and um, she comes across Javier dancing in the street, having loads of fun. And they're like, oh, shit, you can dance? And she's like, I can dance, too. Um, and then, you know, there's a sequence of events where he ends up getting fired from the uh, hotel. Fraternizing with her. Exactly. Because, you know, the staff isn't supposed to hang out with yeah. the... the uh, I did think it was kind of interesting when she runs across him in that, like, town square and he's, like, dancing or whatever. It wasn't just, like, dirty dancing. like yeah. stuff. It was like there were old men and little kids and, like, it was really cute yeah. and kind of, like, showcased how, like, that's actually what a lot of Latin American cultures are like. Yeah. Yeah. We did... To the, oh, sorry, to the point of, of how dirty this dancing is, for sex and sexuality, the parental guy in IMDb rates it mild. <laughs> okay, sure. I was like, there's a whole scene where they're like super sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, we get another like, oh, this is the fuck club reveal. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah uh, Javier takes her to, uh, I keep wanting to say Diego. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Diego, yeah. like that's his name, uh, takes her to the... Uh, what was it? The, La Rosa um, Negra. Yeah, that's right. La Rosa Negra. And everyone in there is dancing. Dirty dancing. But we want our dancing filthy. We want filthy dancing. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Not mild dancing. <laughs> Grind harder. Grind harder. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that was a great scene. Like everyone's just like, like I said, they're all sweaty and like going crazy. And that's like, a, you know, it kind of, I liked how that played off of the reveal of her finding the staff in the first movie. By the way, I recently actually went to like the super famous club in Miami in Little Havana called Ball and Chain, and it looked exactly like this. Oh, nice. Like you know, they were they are not exaggerating in this movie. Like when I walked in that place, I was like, like you know, like oh my god, everyone's so good at dancing, and how do they all know what to do? You know, like I like I I thought I was white for a minute. That's amazing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they gotta join up to. Fight crime together. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> they have to join up to learn how to dance so that they can enter this big uh, dance competition. So he can have money to support his family because he got fired. Yeah. This and Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve dance competition. And isn't there also, like, part of the prize is that he'd get to go to America? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is interesting. Like, maybe he doesn't want to go to America. <laughs> He says he does. He said yeah. he did, but like only if he could bring his niece and nephew or whatever. Right, it was. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he also has a uh, uh, revolutionary brother, mm-hmm. and his dad got killed in the revolution. Yes. Too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess the, one of the reveals that's actually like kind of shows that the stakes are different in this movie is when he like after that that dancing uh, scene in the square that you're talking about with like everybody in the community. Um, there's some guys singing singing on guitars, and he's like, "We need to get off the streets right now." <laughs> Like they don't know what they're singing and they run away and then like police come and break them up and 
Uh, you, you hear rumblings of Fidel out in the... Uh, yeah. yeah. Not that an abortion is not high stakes, but this is yes. not... There's yeah. no abortion here. It's like lots of people dying yeah, in people civil unrest. Yeah. Yeah. It's not great. And we learned that uh, singing just isn't singing anymore. Singing is not just singing anymore. Yeah. But dancing. I did like his comment because uh, he was carrying her book bag. So when they arrested him, he had a bunch of like boring white people books. And so they were like, oh, you can't be a revolutionary. Get out of here. (laughs) Which who knows if that would have really happened. But it was still kind of a funny throwaway line. That's why you always travel with a copy of Jane Eyre in your bag. Yes. (laughs) So did you guys enjoy the uh, dancing training montages in this one? We go back to the ocean. They were some they sort were, of lake or water. They were certainly there. <laughs> <laughs> and we get, uh, while they're rehearsing too, we get some um, callbacks to, we get like a little bit more of like a acoustic Spanish guitar version mm-hmm. of, I've had the time yeah, of my life. I, I Just so you know, she's having the time of her life, life. <laughs> as well. More people can have time of her lives other than Jennifer. Yeah, Ray. you get one time, <laughs> but everyone gets the time of their own. This is her time of her life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt that the romance in this one was not uh, nearly as compelling, and so I found the training montage to feel obligatory, and I was kind of bored. Mm. Yeah, I kind of felt like there was no chemistry between the yeah. two leads, and I don't, for the first part of it, I wasn't even sure that they were supposed to be romantically linked because she kind of, like, doesn't show any interest in She's him. She's aloof. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Whereas Jennifer Grey in the original is very clearly into like she, like she has like almost like an anthropology like yeah. curiosity yeah. for it. She's like, I just want to see how the other, how they live. Yeah. Like, but yeah. like not necessarily you. Like, <laughs> and like Diego Luna doesn't have like the magnetism of Patrick Swayze. I'm sorry. No. No, but he is cute. He's, he's cute, cute in a different way. Yeah. yeah. But he's not like, oh my God, who's that guy I need to talk to? I did, say, I did think I did that like they were kind of building the romance and they were kind of getting there in my opinion but then they just jumped way too fast and it was like yeah. oh I'm gonna leave everything for you I'm not gonna go to college you know blah 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 I was like wait a minute hold on like yeah, pump when the brakes when, when did, did that happen <laughs> you know like I don't know yeah it's very strange very strange um, what else you, you guys want to talk about the Patrick Swayze cameo a little bit more than cameo he's in like uh, he's in a couple scenes he's in a few yeah. scenes I thought it was cute he was kind of like the fairy godmother yeah. yeah, and he's like, you go dance, girl. <laughs> like, he's there at the competition. You see him being like, yeah, yeah. we're yeah, yeah. dancing. You know, like, I feel like it was, like, it was just enough, in has, my opinion. He has two yeah. full scenes, and then he gets to just nod in the corner. At, Nobody puts Swayze <laughs> in the corner. Is it, is it the dance competition? At what point does waning pop star Maya show up in this movie? That is at the dance competition. <laughs> yeah. I don't think she was waning at the time. Was 2004? She? When did Moulin Rouge come out? 1998. Oh. Okay, well then, yes, I guess she was waiting, <laughs> but... <laughs> it was not 1998. 99? I feel like it was 2001. I think it was 2001. Oh, Moulin Rouge. Is my guess. Yeah. Oh, oh, Moulin Rouge, Rouge. That's what you're talking about? I feel yeah, like yeah. Moulin Rouge was <laughs> the height exactly of popularity. That's exactly what I did. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, okay, you, I think the music in this one is pretty great, actually. I huh. remember I actually had the soundtrack on hmm. CD. Because I liked the movie that much, you guys. I liked her song. I remember that song playing on the radio, the Do You... Or do you just want to dance or whatever that song was? And, and of course, many, many times they have, um, shoot, what's this? Oh, hips don't lie, but like the Havana remix where well, instead of talking about Columbia, <laughs> we just talk about Havana a bunch of times. Yeah. So, so this is, uh, you're talking about, uh, Dance Like This by Wyclef Jean featuring Claudette Ortiz. Um, 
And this was actually out first. What? And then Hips Don't Lie, like, sampled the shit out of it. And then... Oh, wow. It was like a... Well, I think Wyclef was involved in that one, too. Of course, yeah. Um, But, yeah. (laughs) So, this was like the proto... It's like the prototype Hips Don't Lie. (laughs) Which is pretty cool. Because I'm, like, hearing that song. I was like, oh, shit. This was like a hit. But then I was looking up, like, oh, wait. Not this version. Dude, Claudette Ortiz is probably pissed. Yeah, (laughs) She probably hates Shakira. (laughs) (laughs) We also get, like, a, a song called Dirty Dancing. Oh, yeah, that was kind of like a credit song, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. And I was like, no. no. <laughs> They're like, we're dirty dancing. Was it, was it cool <laughs> at the time for the Black Eyed Peas to do that? Probably. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I think the soundtrack probably did pretty well. We, I mean, it's got like the movie. The movie didn't. I, I wonder, Christina the sound, Aguilera. The soundtrack might have made more money than the actual movie. Yeah, no, maybe. Really? The movie, uh, $27 million gross. Yeah, that's not. But great. weren't we all like on Napster still at this point? Was anyone buying <laughs> CDs? Like uh, 2004. Yeah, I mean, people still, were buying still CDs. buying CDs. Yeah, yeah. it mean, was just I the start. CDs. Yeah. yeah, it would have been just the start of like everyone using Napster and stuff. I think. Because uh, it like, it's like fresh, it's like freshman year college for me. I was using like that stuff in like junior high. Yeah, uh, yeah maybe right. Yeah, uh, whatever. But I would still buy CDs. Hey, Record uh, Academy, we uh, we bought the CDs. Yeah, we bought- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I never used Pay Napster. No attention to We're just our- theoretically talking about when we <laughs> yeah. might have used Wait, what's Napster. Napster? Yeah. <laughs> I remember Napster as that subscription service that you had. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Justin Timberlake start Napster? Yeah, well, right. <laughs> That's what happened. They made a whole movie about it, David Fincher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm honestly having a hard time remembering stuff about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, they they get into the top three of the prelims basically, and they're going to perform again on uh, New Year's. And her parents are angry, but then they decide to not be angry because you know they get it. And the you sister get that amazing comes scene. around. Yeah, the first time they dance, and her parents are like, <gasps> "Gasp!" Yeah, <laughs> she's this mild dancing is too sh- dirty. She's shaking her boobies. <laughs> and we did we right did talk me. about how like. <laughs> The final dance and the original Dirty Dancing was like, wow, I can't believe she did that in front of her parents. This was really like... That's what I'm talking about. This The the main dance was a lot more dirty in this one because... And and they like decided to make out at the end of it, which I was like, was that planned or whatever? (laughs) Uh, It kind of reminded me of there was like a huge thing. um, I think it was like on on Glee's whatever season where Leah Michelle and Corey Monty like made out in the finale and everyone got mad because they were like, what'd you do that for? We didn't plan that. You ruined the whole performance or whatever. And so I, uh, that was what I was thinking about. I was like, that's so awkward. Like, were they planning that? Or yeah. like, uh. It was really awkward. Yeah. I don't, had they kissed before that? No, middle? that was the first one. And then like later that same night, she was like, I'm going to drop out of college and be with you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. God. That was really strange. I feel like this movie wastes the opportunity of, like, when I saw January Jones was going to be, like, the awful sister, I was like, that is amazing casting. Like, this is the thing that she can do, is being an awful, frigid bitch. And <laughs> she was only in it for two seconds. Yeah, and you're, even then, you're like, can she act? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and didn't she play, like, the same exact character in Blue Crush, is it? Kate Bosworth, the oh, surfing yeah. movie. She's the, like, shitty little sister. I think you're right, oh. yeah. I was like... What? <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> um, it's kind of funny that she was like, oh, look, it's June Cleaver or whatever. And then she like goes on to play that for like 10 years or however long <laughs> yeah. Mad Men was yeah. on. You know, <laughs> it's like, oh, you kind of cursed yourself into that, that one. one. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty messed up. Um, I, I did like the scene where um, they're watching uh, like uh, 
Diego Luna and um, Katie are watching. Uh, I'm just giving up on Javier. Um, they're watching like a video, uh, like a oh yeah, thirty oh, millimeter the, or what? What is it of the parents? Oh yeah, it was like it was like a uh, super sixteen, super sixteen. Okay, yeah. yeah, like a video of their her parents dancing, and then they start to dance, and then they like put film grain all over the TV to yeah. make it a little like <laughs> montage. I kind of thought that was cute. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, before they get interrupted by all the revolutionaries in that scene. Um. Yeah. I. I mean. So this. This. Uh. The events of the film coincide exactly with like the, the you know end of the Cuban Revolution. Uh-huh. I mean, um, did this really happen on New Year's that he fled the country on New Year's? It did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the final night is the New Year's comp- dance competition, and then also the revolution. But I don't know if like this assassination attempt was real, but like that president did. I guess Batista, the country. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just thought that was a really interesting move to try. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe it's like ch- cheaply trying to give it some gravitas to the movie. I, but. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's one of those things where it – we talked about how the premise and like I, we could see the parallels and did a lot of things that other sequels haven't done well. And it kind of just stops there and it does feel like it's trying to pump some gravitas into it. And well, like even with like a midnight coup and an assassination attempt and a dance competition, it's just kind of like <laughs> – yeah, I, guess, I well, mean, I'm that's sure, all happening. Yeah, I'm sure they were like, oh, we're going to have this, like, sweeping like, it's cinematic not, it's romance. Not Miz, like. Exactly. <laughs> like a sweeping romance well, but, in I the mean, backdrop. if it really was based on this lady's life and she really did have a fling with some, you know, guy or whatever. No, everything, like, yeah, I, I, I agree. Everything around that is dramatic, yeah. inherently. But it all. probably didn't all happen on the same night. But, but, well, yeah. <laughs> but the movie itself is not. Yeah, also the movie's shot a little bit like a TV movie. It's yeah, not like yeah. it's not like the best cinematography no. or anything. So things maybe could have been better, but yeah. I, I was with it pretty much all the way until the very, very end. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I don't know did, if we want to jump to that yet. What didn't you like about the end? Yeah, let's go. Back. Okay, so the very end, basically the dance competition gets ruined because his brother tries to assassinate some official that's watching the dance competition. Right. Yeah, and then he helps his brother escape and they uh they kiss and make up and talk about their dead dad or whatever and then like she <laughs> he comes to the hotel and finds her and they like make out and i think they have sex right yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah. and whatever but then they're just kind of like all right well all they the white s- people are leaving the country now so let's have one last dance party at the club uh, <laughs> with all the parents and all the side characters and everybody and yeah. the end yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the brother who attempted that assassination he's here that's fine yeah, seems like yeah. that's cool you know, they're just kind of like and it just ends with this voiceover being like well, you know, that night we danced the night away, and I knew that it wouldn't be the last time we'd ever see each other. Finn. <laughs> I was like, dude, did you know that? Like, what? Did you ever see him again? Because, like, <laughs> because I knew that President Obama would normalize <laughs> relations, and so I could go visit his grandchildren. I mean, I just, like, I think it would have been more effective to show some kind of, like, tearful airport separation or something sure. like that like this dance party is just like not realistic where there's the revolution happening and all the people have to flee the country yeah yeah, yeah. and you know they managed to find an unreserved cabana to go have uh, <laughs> sex in like jeez how they she probably how reserved they afford it. that bottle she re- service yeah, she reserved ahead of time thinking like I'm gonna have um, sex yeah. tonight I'm gonna bone in a cabana <laughs> tonight. I'm gonna reserve this cabana just in case cabana night <laughs> yeah I just think it would have made more sense if you had some kind of dramatic like almost Casablanca like you know here's looking at you kid like go back to America you know like or something you know anything well, like just that and then we danced the night away yeah yeah I mean it was it was a little bit cheesy but I did kind of like the moment that they share like when it's it seems like she's 
leaving, but she goes to like kind of say goodbye to him. And yeah. she says, she says like, I'm taking you with me. Yeah. And then he's like, and I'm leaving you here. Or I'm or, keeping you or here. I'm, with I'm me. keeping you here. Against your will. <laughs> wow, no. Justin, you really botched that line. Yeah. It wasn't very romantic. No, uh, yeah, well, it's cheesy in the movie, but I he's kind like, of he's like, like oh, all the hair that I've stolen from you. Yeah. It's cheesy, but also kind of, cl- I thought it was clever yeah, wordplay. And I, I, it was clever, and I was like, oh, that's so very mature. It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like some fantasy thing where he's like, you know what? Fuck my family. I'm going to go to America. Yeah. This is too good of a chance. We'll bring him over some other time, right? Yeah, like there's boats week. are a thing. Yeah, that yeah. no, was very realistic. <laughs> yeah, which I I liked that. And then yeah, they get one dance last dance party where everyone's like, yeah, they're having, all these they're having the time. There's all lives. these like funny insert shots of like the parents and their sister like off in the off in the distance of the crowd, and I'm like, they're not in the same room. <laughs> Her sister's like, yeah, I'm dancing too, and like even like the the boss's wife was in there dancing, yeah. and like all these random people. It's like oh, this God. is one of those things where Everyone's I feel like th- this movie actually probably if released exactly looking the exact same as it does now, maybe a little bit more HD, different color correction, would do better now than it did in two thousand four. I feel like people are more open for like nostalgia reboots than oh, they totally. were in two thousand four. Yeah, it seems like, like weirdly ahead of its time, but also it's awkward because like. Well, I don't actually. I don't even know what's going on with Trump, but now like Cuba's open again, or was, or I'm yeah. not sure. But yeah, anyway, um, at this time it was not the case yeah. at all. So. Yeah, I do feel like I re- just remember people like ridiculing this movie from the get go. Like, yeah, this is dumb. Like, why are they doing? Why this? are they doing it? And it's like I feel like that it would be. It would probably actually be a huge hit. Yeah, like totally. the, like now. Yeah, but, I ju- I did like the side coolness of it, and uh, you know, yeah. just. Yeah, it's it's but there's nothing it's very generic. Like there's nothing mm-hmm. I, you know, and even Diego Luna like is like we're bringing a lot of fondness for him outside of this role After because fact, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah he was, was like nothing then, right? Yeah. yeah, we would probably be uh had he done E2 I think he might have done E2. No, I think it was after. Oh, I don't remember. I don't know. Um but yeah, I, I, I thought that was interesting because it, like it actually is not does not violate a lot of the sequel things that we usually bitch about. Um, yeah, in a way, like I I really like that they didn't incorporate a lift. Like he lifted yeah. it in the dance, but there was not like the lift. Like they chose to instead do the kind of like that arm caress thing, which is more true to like could possibly be an Aladdin dance. Right. Whereas if they had done that crazy lift, like that that is not part not of Aladdin. Thing that yeah. So maybe that's why no one likes this movie. There's no know. signature move. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. That and I think that I'll go back to the thing about no chemistry between the two mm-hmm. leads, and I think she's a little flat. I'm sorry. I think Diego Luna is perfectly fine. He's cute, but Patrick Swayze is sexy, mm. and you miss all of that heat from the first one that's in this one. And that's I think that's also part of why I was th- saying earlier that I thought this didn't have as much dirty dancing because it, it didn't feel as sexualized. Mm. Oh, okay, yeah. So even, even though they were making out in front of their entire yeah, family, yeah, yeah, I just yeah. felt like, like well, and there was way more grind. But the fact that like the kiss which isn't part of the dance is the thing that gets everybody all upset. And in the original, again, it's the dancing. They don't mm-hmm. kiss in, in front of, or do Until they Until the very, very yeah, end, very, like very right end. before the credits roll. Yeah. So Yeah. To the yeah. song of the dulcet tones of Dirty Dancing by the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, shoot. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, so one thing about her performance and like 
you know, obviously the the movie is what it is, but this poor girl, like she has said multiple times since this movie came out that they were basically starving her and like every day, like abusing her and being like, you've got to be skinnier. You've got to be skinnier. Oh like, God. and that th- she said like, like she came out in interviews later and was like, if you wanted somebody skinny, why didn't you just hire somebody skinnier than me? Like they were torturing me. It was the worst experience of my life. Like, so this girl's like starving every day. And also recently, like just this year, you know, with me too, like, cause this is a Miramax film, as you probably noticed in the opening, like mm-hmm. she did come out and say that in order to get the role for this movie, like she had to go to Harvey Weinstein's hotel room by herself. And like that he answered the door, like only wearing a robe. Oh, God. So, she didn't give more details than that, but like, she said, like, I was horrified and it stayed with me. So, like, this poor girl. <laughs> you know, like, That's awful. So. And, yeah, for this movie. But like, I did think, yeah. I mean, I thought she, like, I didn't. For any movie. Yeah, like, she wasn't Jennifer Grey, but I thought that she was still pretty good at certain points. So, yeah. I thought her dancing was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting in that, like, Diego Luna is not Johnny Castle mm-hmm. at all. And, like, he's kind of not even the cool guy at the hotel. No, he's like no. Yeah, he's uh, like kind of a boy. he's kind of a dweeb. Yeah. Like, yeah. like he's not even considered cool amongst his family oh, and yeah. amongst the town. Yeah, They're yeah, like, yeah. you're lame. You're not in on the revolution. Whereas yeah, like yeah. white people drinks. You Whereas know? like <laughs> Johnny Castle, is, like Patrick Swayze in that movie, is like the 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 coolest of the cool renegades off in the corner. Yeah, and like and then they make him vulnerable, and that's one of the things that makes that movie great. And this one's kind of like, yep, like he's a bus boy. And like then his his brother kind of sucks, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then uh, bye. <laughs> that was a fun summer. I'm gonna uh, go to Cornell now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We don't get to learn where all the young kids are going to yeah. school because <laughs> they're going to school in Havana apparently. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it seems like we're kind of feeling the same way audiences feel about, felt about this movie <laughs> when it uh, first came out, where it's kind of like, yeah, there's not much to talk about. It was like, very luke, it was lukewarm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's really interesting. I, I do, I do think the idea of it coming out like nowadays, like today would be, I think you're right. I, yeah. I think it'd be way more popular. I think you're right. And they would because, have done because there's a lot of bland garbage that people seem to like. <laughs> yeah, totally. By the way, this whole storyline, and this is like literally only I'm the only person in the world with this frame of reference. But from Justin Kelly, basically has a storyline that is exactly this movie, but takes place in Miami instead of in Havana. But it is like a Cuban guy and Anika Nani Rose like falls in love with him, and like you know he's a busboy, but she goes to the club and sees him dancing. Anyways, but yeah, it, that came out before this, so well, there you go. They totally aped it. No. Not fair. Not fair. <laughs> well, is there anything else you guys want to say about this one? I, I mean, I'm trying to, to see if there is. I, I don't I don't think so. I know. I'm like, I'm, I'm blanking. Uh, his younger sister. Um, yeah, who was Aaliyah that? Aaliyah Maria Alvarez, I think it was. Shoot, I should have written it down. But she's uh, she graduated from Fresno State. Oh, this is the child star check-in? Yeah, it is the child star check-in. <laughs> and, uh, like, I mean, I'm not 100% sure, but the, the ages match up and the, everything else, and so I think that is her, yes. So, nice. Cute. Nice. She played soccer, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Has a lot of friends. I don't know. Instagram. <laughs> oh, how many? <laughs> Let's get a number count on this. Uh, no, I just not write that down. I was just looking at the, uh, the IMDb for the girl who played her sister, Mika Buram, mm-hmm. and she was also in Blue Crush. 
2002. Bet, is there a sequel to Blue Crash? I bet there is. I'm think, pretty sure. I think there is. Pretty sure there is. There's yeah. multiple Blue Crashes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blue Crush 2 still yeah, crushing it. <laughs> it was kind of funny because you mentioned that like, you know, it's different when she already kind of knows how to dance and she but it's more of like the different backgrounds. Yeah. It kind of it almost becomes more uh, like a conventional uh dance movie like where she already knows how to dance but it's not the right kind of dance. Like, like she's Channing Tatum. Like step up, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um and also uh say the last dance which yeah. uh we mentioned a bunch during the it's step up much, time. It's too street. You're too street. But yeah, it kind of reminds me of like well cuz like I already shamefully admitted to watching Dancing with the Stars, but every season there's somebody who like already knows how to dance and they try to convince the audience to vote for them by being like, oh, but it's like a completely different kind of dance and like ballroom is so different for me and I don't get it. But you're like, okay, but you already know how to dance. (laughs) And so like they never, nobody ever wants to vote for those people. They always end up voting for like, uh, you know, the football players or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Terry Bradshaw. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, do we have a rating system for this one? Uh, I'm sure we do. How many early res early reserved cabanas? <laughs> how many cabana- early bird reservations? <laughs> how many cabana nights? <laughs> cabana nights. I like that. I like that. How many cabana? That was nights? the porn parody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how many cabana nights out of ten? Would you give it? Uh I. As we talked about it, it's gone down. Like, oh. I feel like it's like a five. I think yeah. it's fine. Yeah, I would kind of agree. Actually, I, I, I'll think I'll stick with my original thought, which was giving it six Cabana Nights out of ten. Yeah, because um, I thought it was like okay, and I really like the music. Actually, uh, the music is really fun. We get another great moment where uh, you see her put down the um, put a record on. Yeah, she hits playing the record, and it's like some hip hop song. It's the Black Eyed Peas, and you're like, "What?" what? <laughs> but they don't do that the rest of the movie. But there's that one moment where she's like practicing with herself or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, so I thought that was really funny. Um, but yeah, there's lots of great like live, you know, quote unquote live musical performances in the show, and the music is great. And and, and I yeah, I remember listening to those songs a bunch uh, <laughs> on my own growing up. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna stick with six uh, Cabana Nights out of ten. Yeah, I'm actually going to be even nicer than that and give it seven Cabana Nights because I think, like I said before, the amount of homage was, like, just perfect yeah. in my mind. Like, And we have seen so many things that are so much more offensive than this when it comes to that. So I really, like, not that I'm giving it points for what it didn't mess up, but, like, I just, I did think it was a really good amount. I liked Patrick Swayze's cameo. I thought it was cute. And, and the other little bits of reference that they had here and there. And, uh, yeah, so... Amanda, what about you? Um, I think I'd probably do six Cabana Nights. Um, I think I agree that there wasn't too much that they tried to do that the original did, like tried to do it better. Um, But I also feel like some of it did feel like the mean girl thing and with her in school kind of felt like a high school drama Mm, kind of thing. And then so it was like a lot of it felt like it didn't quite know what it wanted to be. Um, But... It was it was fun to watch, I guess. Yeah, yeah it's like it's like the, the, there's a revolution and like like government's gonna be overthrown and there's sexual assault, but like he's kind of cute. 
isn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it's like, it, it, yeah, it vacillated between like high school drama yeah, yeah. and then like, oh, but the president's going to be murdered. <laughs> the bus yeah. left without me. I love that, like, that, that like, ADR thing of like, everyone's here, let's leave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's like, too, it's not like they could get a bunch of like, I feel like I missed the setting a little bit because yeah. they can't mm-hmm. film in Cuba. They don't even have good stock footage of like right. Cuban landmarks or the Cuban beach. So it's like all of it's very close up and, you know, like sets and or Puerto <laughs> it's Rican just, places. It's just like like from AWAC, like spy like flyovers. <laughs> like it just cuts to like aerials. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think like, on, like I just think of all those uh, Fast and Furious movies that are shot on various locations in different countries. But I think it would have yeah. just like added kind of a nice or touch to it. What would it bump up your score at all if Pitbull had a track in this? Uh, <laughs> obviously, but this is before his time. Yeah. Uh, actually, not Pitbull for me. It would have to be Florida. Oh, Florida. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but Pitbull's actually Cuban, so. I know, I know. I'm just saying. As far as step-up songs go. <laughs> I want to like, know the song that Pitbull, like young Pitbull, Pip-Pup, um, <laughs> pitched for Havana Nights. Like this is my shot. This is like, I was sent, and like it got turned down. Like I want to know what what the Black Eyed Peas beat out for him. <laughs> Poor Pitbull. Yeah, his song. Oh, wait, was, he's well, a he bajillionaire yeah, now. I don't feel that sorry. It's because his song wasn't called Dirty Dancing. That's why. That's right. Yeah. Well, their song called Dirty Dancing, so we should probably include it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I think you know. I think that's going to bring us to the end of Dirty Dancing Havana Nights. Yes. That was great. Uh, great talk. Great trip to Cuba for the weekend. Um, but you we know just what? Just finished a soccer game. <laughs> yeah, great, great chat, you guys. Great chat. Go get some snacks. Uh, there's some Timmy's, orange, there's Timmy's some orange mom brought, uh, you know, pop tarts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> uh, you know, we were gonna just go straight into like a new franchise because we had no idea there was another Dirty Dancing related thing that we hadn't seen. And we have a precedent for watching TV movies in the past. That's right. So in 2017, there was a Dirty Dancing TV movie starring America's favorite cute child, Abigail Preston. <laughs> and some guy. <laughs> um, so and, yeah, so well, yeah. we will be watching that. We're going to be watching that next week and talking about that next week. Um but uh, have you seen that, Amanda? No, I didn't even know. Yes. Was it, what was it on? Was it on like Freeform? Or no, ABC? it was on ABC proper. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. During the craze of all the live musicals and stuff. So what did that come after? What, like an episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? It was probably on <laughs> Sunday night or something. Yeah. It probably was the entire Sunday night movie. Oh, my God. It had to be. But, but uh, we can find that out next week. Yes. In the meantime, Amanda, thanks for being here. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Hope you had fun. Tell us uh, quickly a little bit about your blog and your YouTube and what do you do? Uh, well, I talk about books, movies, and TV on my blog, which I also post my YouTube videos on, uh, which are just reviews and wrap-ups of what I've read or seen in the month. Uh, so, yeah, and that's hollywoodconsumer.wordpress.com. Sweet. So check Sweet. her out there. Yeah. Uh, and Elias, where can people uh, follow us? Yes, online? please email us for uh, what we should do after we're finally done dirty dancing. Uh, <laughs> SequelRights at gmail.com is our email address. And you can also find us on Twitter, uh, Instagram, and Facebook at SequelRights. We got uh, extra content on there. We got memes. So yeah, many memes. I just made some memes. <laughs> memes, mimes. We have mimes. We have live footage uh, uh, of mimes. mimes. <laughs> Make sure you have the sound on for that one. <laughs> 
Uh, Tyler. <laughs> I can't stop that. We're out. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, no, uh, please uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. We're on Spotify now. We appreciate reviews there. Yeah. Uh, tell us, give us five stars, and tell us your experience in, about your Cabana Nights. <laughs> <laughs> only vaguely. Yeah, only vaguely. <laughs> and, like, just share us with a friend. Yeah, yeah. You know? tell your friends. We we need more people to hang out with. It's fun. Yeah, and Chatting then, and then you can have them like flood our Twitter polls of what we should do next. Exactly, it'll <laughs> be great. Uh, in the meantime, yeah, we'll uh, we're traveling to the near past of 2017 uh, for Dirty Dancing, the TV movie. Next week, uh, we'll see you then. When I'm dancing with you It's like you climax mommy when I dip you So let's dirty dance Yeah let's sasa Let's do that on the floor and make it hot now hot. And mommy move your cooler to the conga Sweat dripping down your body's how I want ya And muy caliente is what you making me hot. To paradise mommy's where you're taking me And all we really doing is moving our feet Dancing really close and creating somebody heat But I remain elegant You say elegante Yo that's so irrelevant Let's just keep on dancing Cause look I speak English and you speak Spanish And music is the only thing that we be understanding it. I just wanna be dancing, dirty, dirty, dirty dancing. I just wanna be dancing, dirty, dirty, dirty. Bailar, yo quiero bailar, la 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 la. Bailar, let's dance. A la música, and we'll be dancing, dancing, dancing up in Havana. We gon' shake it, shake it, shake it, gon' shake it. Hips start shaking, moving all around. Hips start shaking, moving.